Hi, I'm Keisha Bisram. And I'm Hanji Chow. And you're listening to the Every Shade Podcast. Season two. Hanji Chow. Hey. Oh yeah, sorry I'm late. I uh <laughs> sorry I'm late. I was um <laughs> this is such a stupid reason. You're gonna you're gonna you could be like, what the fuck, <laughs> I was, I, I was actually playing a video game. <laughs> yes, that's what I, I like to playing, hear. <laughs> I, was, I was playing. Um, I was in a, I was in a dungeon instance in World of Warcraft, oh. and um, I kind of started like, it, it's, it's like a time thing, and like. I started a little bit later than I wanted it to. Yeah. And so I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna be late, bro. <laughs> Just gonna like send Keisha a text message and tell I'm gonna be late and then maybe come up with an excuse. And then at the end I was like, you know what? Forget it. Like, no, not not even an excuse. <laughs> Just tell you the truth. Just I was playing a video tell game. Hi. Hi. As someone who 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 loves games, you know, I I I don't blame you. I'd probably do the yeah. same thing. Feel like I'm busy. I'm sorry. I'm busy. <laughs> How are you? Good. Um. Good. Good. Uh. Any updates in my life? No. I went out to lunch yesterday at like twelve. Met up with a friend that I haven't seen in like two years, and I had mm-hmm. I had five Aperol spritz. Oh well, see, okay. When Four hours. Start, when you started that story, I was like, "I hope she's going somewhere with this," because you're like, "Well, what's new in my life?" So I um went out for lunch yesterday at twelve. I was like, "Okay," <laughs> and then, I'm so glad you carried the story on, um, and and well, and went on to Aperol spritz. So were you um white girl wasted? Uh, surprisingly not I think because like we we spent like about four hours there so like just catching up so uh-huh. I think within four hours five Aperol spritz spreading that out like it actually didn't get me as drunk as I thought I would but okay. by the fourth one the waiter came over and he was like like oh like are you guys good do you want another like we're about to get the check and I was like telling my friend I'm like I kind of want another one like is that weird <laughs> he's like no just just get it <laughs> that was the waiter that was the waiter's hint for get out no um yeah but uh, <laughs> he, he was trying to kick us out because like it's a it's a restaurant in staten island and um you know how some restaurants still have like a time limit and uh-huh. this restaurant they they had a time limit but, like they were kind of empty and their oh. time limit was 90 minutes but like we went way over that <laughs> 90 minutes to four yeah, hours <laughs> yeah, know, right and then like from like the fourth to fifth drink that's when it started to get really busy. And I think they were trying to kick us out at that point. Oh, okay. They were like, okay, these bitches need to pay now. <laughs> he gave me the spritz and then he like handed us the check. He's like, no rush, like, guys. And time like, to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the check. There's no rush, but get out. Yeah. <laughs> but pay now. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely pulled that trick before. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because you, you've been on the other side. <laughs> of the table um how, are, how about you anything anything new since last week uh, our lives are so exciting <laughs> i know right uh it's so yeah no my life is so not exciting um <laughs> no it really is not exciting which is why it takes us it's why i take solace in 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 playing video games um <laughs> because that's literally all i can do right now uh no no there's no nothing exciting i mean like what did i no there's nothing i mean the only thing that's like kind of vaguely exciting is that i'm hoping to be back in the city in like a month so we'll see how that happens but i have to go to i think i told you this last week um um i have to go to fucking madrid (laughs) to get a visa i have to go to another country to get a visa to go to another country that I actually want to go to. So it's, 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 a, it's weird. <laughs> like, let's like go weird chain of events because it's like, like we said last week, like you're kind of like forced to go on vacation. Yeah. And it's like a wholly unnecessary trip. I mean, it, 
it's it's necessary, but like in the grand scheme of things, it's it's wildly pointless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm sort of excited for it because it's sort of like a mini vacation. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, God, it's a fucking vacation. I have to spend money that we already don't have. <laughs> Do you know? What I mean? <laughs> So yeah, it's 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 dumb. Um, but then again, if I don't spend it, I can't get the visa. And I can go and I can't work. So it's ugh, yeah. it's like it's a means to an end. Yeah. So okay. I just have to I mean, like, suck I, it up and deal with it. Yeah, I'm just happy that like it's. I'm just happy for you that it, that it's it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because... I, it, it, especially in this fucking shit show of a year, like how yeah. I I know so many people who've sort of like just given up on it. It's like nah, I can't be bothered with that. I'm like okay. Um, which is fair because you know it's such a fucking ordeal um, that yeah you know I'm 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 surprised I, I even stuck to it through uh, I even stuck to it through to the end um, but yeah it's very it's it's like traumatic on top of the traumatic year that we've had on top of the traumatic four years that you've <laughs> you've had. Yeah. It's it's a faint light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's life, you know, like it's it's never ending. There's always something. No, that's true. Except you're 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 totally right. Um, I I I I I agree. However, it's like almost like a uh, uh, a bottomless pit of just like despair. <laughs> this past yeah. however many decades we've lived through. So I, I had a I had a tarot card reading um, done at the very end of uh, last year, and um, my reader, who's been reading for me for a long time, she was uh, kind of like talking about my my breakup with my ex, right, and. I was like, so dramatic. I'm like, uh, can this just be the last thing that I have to deal with? Yeah. <laughs> and then she said to me, Keisha, there's more. I was like, <laughs> no, I don't want there to be more. Like, stop. Did, stop. Did, did she tell you what is, what's more to come? No. Well, I mean, <sighs> there was a bit of a light, but it's like, you know, I guess there's, uh, there's events that like either... I guess either like, you know, some mystics or spiritual readers either can't reveal or they can't reveal because they don't even understand it themselves. So it's hard for them to put it into words. Um, and uh, realistically, I mean, you know, there's always going to be challenges in life and like dramatics in life, unless like you're living a very mundane life and playing it safe. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you probably live a life where not much is well, Your biggest worry is like, I don't know what what would a very when you when your biggest worry is help me out. <laughs> like your your curing machine isn't working or something. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that that that's almost like champagne problems, except maybe you're not as rich. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know what like a simple life problem would be. Like I have, I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, when when to when to uh, cut the lawn? I'm the at the same time. <laughs> Wait, did you think the same thing? And mow the lawn. <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant! Whoa, that's so weird. I was like, I was also thinking mow the lawn, cut the lawn. I was like, whoa, that's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's we are psychically connected from several thousand miles away. That's. Yes. <laughs> oh my god it's so funny yeah yeah so it's like you know I guess when you live like a life where you're trying to pursue more of yourself as a person like you're going to be thrown more challenges and they're yeah. annoying yeah. AF like they're annoying as fuck for sure but <laughs> <laughs> they are really fucking annoying as fuck but you know what like that's how you you know that's how you grow and learn as a person like Listen, you could be as educated as you want to be. You could read as many books as you want, but it's really life experiences that kind of mm-hmm. push and challenge you. And it's how you react to those experiences. Like if you take it head on, 
it's it mm. does help you grow as a human being and develop. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a good way of looking at it. But However, moment, wait, it is annoying. <laughs> it is really I'm just like, can I just bash my head into a wall right now? Um, no, wait. So, okay. So, your tarot card reader. Um, I, see, I, I'm guessing you sort of believe the reading on a certain level. I like how 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 much of it do you believe, and no, I mean, versus like how much of it do you feel like is a sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy you know it's it's different for everyone is what i've learned and also it depends on the tarot reader too what okay being what they're telling you um because some tarot readers can read just you while some tarot readers can read you and like other people around you like their energies and how they affect you and they can pick up like other pieces of their lives and stuff which is something that i don't really like um and for me, because like I am a very spiritual person and it's something that I do, I do a lot of like self-work and I do believe in like, you know, mystic energy and things like that and spirituality. So with my friends, like, I think the reading is sort of, it helps me like understand like what's going on in my life when sometimes I feel like I'm going through something or I feel like something is happening and I don't like it's almost like therapy for me like I need someone to talk to about it mm-hmm. and the only reason why I don't do therapy or I have done it but it's like I need someone to go really deep inside me <laughs> like super super deep under the layers and like um help me connect like you know spiritually and help me connect as well so I do um in terms of like how much of I I believe in it um I'm trying to think of like the last reading I don't know. It's like, it's more like I, I use it as guidance. Uh-huh. And if something that I just don't understand in the reading that doesn't make sense to me, I just let it go. I don't really think too much. Oh, okay. It. Yeah. <clears throat> and that can happen too. Cause sometimes like readers, like they'll see something about you in your life or in your future and they can't really put it into pure words and they'll say that. And sometimes they will form some sort of explanation and it may or may not be the truth or it's like part of the truth. Um, it's hard for me to like explain because also I want to give you personal ex- like examples, but I don't want to record it. <laughs> right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do at the very end. I'll do the very, very end. Whatever. <laughs> um, and I've noticed because I've been doing readings for a while um, that I'll either write them down or record it. And it just mm-hmm. won't make sense in the in the moment. And I just let it go. I, I'll forget about it completely. Oh, okay. And when I look back on it, it's it's the, the truth is there. Right. So so like when you say little things like that you let go of, could they be are they necessarily like troubling or like positive? Because, like, because I'm thinking, to if if I were to get like a vague piece piece of information and be like, and uh, and the reader doesn't know what they doesn't understand it or know what it means, but looking at it face value, I'm like, that sounds a little worrying. Well, I like, how think, do you like let go? <laughs> I don't think like I mean I've never had anyone scare me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think readers should be doing that. I don't think they they're there to to, to frighten you or scare you <clears> or something. It's more of like like helping helping you like you know helping guiding you through your life or through phases in your life. Um, and you know, I had I had one reader that I guess this was like years ago. This was like back in college, actually. I don't go to this guy anymore, but. Um, I was having like a troubling moment at the time that I had seen him and he stopped and told me like, you know, I can read you, but just remember like you, you probably should go to therapy because this is beyond what I can help you with. And I I so appreciated that because I think that is the truth of it too. It's like, if something is really troubling in their readings and they see something like of you, they can't really, there's only so much they can do. Mm. So you know, I think it's best that they do guide you to understand yeah. you should go to therapy or see some additional help other than seeing your reading. Mm. Um, that's what I mean by good tower card readers too. It's like, or any good reader, it's like 
they have they're to not like some... yeah they have to acknowledge that like this is as far as they can go right yeah they're, they're not like some um gypsy woman with a crystal ball and trying to like yeah i mean also like <laughs> i think it's like using your judgment too if someone's trying to scam you or scare you <laughs> yeah. it's like you probably shouldn't be going to them <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh cool but i'll, cool, I'll, cool. I'll tell you more details a little bit later yes after. yes but for now we Luca, will... let's talk about Luca. Oh my god, okay. So yes, Luca. Yes, please let's talk about Luca. Oh my god. So Luca, I, I heard I didn't hear much about the film. I just heard that it's an animation Pixar, right? Yeah, uh, like a Pixar. It's a Pixar? No. Yeah. Uh, Disney Pixar animation that takes yes. place in a small town of Italy, which I thought was really cute yeah. because not even a small town, it was like a small village, really. Mm-hmm. Um, back like in the 50s I believe and which I thought was really cute because I feel like we see so much of like either city life or big town life but this is like mm-hmm. a very much smaller scale and um my sister actually watched the movie before I mentioned it to you uh-huh. last week um and she was like oh this movie is so cute and I was like oh my god I have to watch it I have to watch it it is very cute it was so <laughs> cute Oh my mm-hmm. god, the two boys were like so adorable. I love Luca. He was so cute. <laughs> yes, yes. And I mean, you know, the overall love the movie. It was it was very, very oh, cute. Oh, you don't like the boys? Why? <sighs> See, I don't and, know. And Julia, I love Julia. I don't know what it, it, it is with it kind of links to my dislike for like anime kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it. It was just the timidness. Really, yeah, I was just like, oh god, he's so fucking annoying. After a while, <laughs> <laughs> you know who you know um, who I really couldn't stand was uh, Ercole, the antagonist. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, I I was like <laughs> comic relief. <laughs> I was like comic relief. Um, <laughs> like, how old is this guy? Like, he's not even a kid. right. <laughs> This is like kind of like a little, a little, a little like um, creepy, uh, wildly creepy. inappropriate adult slash pedophile. Um. Yeah, and like the way that he, like his, like his animated look, I'm like, yo, this guy's creeping me out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I think somebody even said it when he signed up for the the race. Like, how old even are you? <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. I'm really old. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was like you're like fucking. 30 ish he was 30 yeah and like racing a kid's race something's going on here yeah. <laughs> oh my god no but 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 i appreciated that he was sort of like kind of comic i, I found him to be comic yeah. relief but sure, with yeah. luca that i don't know with it's the same with with like i said it's the same with anime kids there's something a little whiny about them mm-hmm. that i just get i just get tired of very quickly um yeah (laughs) Yeah. i can i can can see what you're saying for sure i mean i i loved lucas like i didn't i didn't mind Mm. it too much i guess because like his uh his friend um alberto right that was his name like he yes alberto yeah he kind of like made fun of him at times for being that way so it's like it was nice to have him there to be like come on like you can you can walk yeah right no it was so funny it was like <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Okay, you're, you're walking." Yeah. <laughs> no, he was really fun. I actually, I, 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 I preferred Alberto more, and I like um, and and his storyline was his his arc was a little more um, interesting. I thought. Yeah, I liked Alberto a lot because I liked the fact that he just kind of went with going with things without thinking about it. Yeah. Which was like nice guidance for Luca because Luca was sheltered technically. I mean, yeah. I love the beginning when he was hurting the goatfish. Oh my god, they were so cute. I love those. They were so cute. Giuseppe was like a part of like the, the the herd, and he was trying to like get away, or like when he left the goatfish to like get on their own. And yeah, just, with like with like, like <laughs> took over. Yeah. Oh my God. With, with, with the, what did he use to like make it like a a statue of himself? That the, I can't remember. It was a stone. No, it was a rock that he carved a face yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, like this is like 
you're really known. And Giuseppe's like, so, <laughs> yeah, it was so, oh my God. Uh, uh, it was so, it was, yes, yeah, there were really, really cute moments. I love the, yeah, I love the cat. The cat was really. Oh God, how hilarious funny. is the cat? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm dying of laughter. Like this cat is freaking hilarious. Just it also made me cake. really want. It also made me crave pasta. I know the pesto. Oh, oh my god, it looks so good. Oh <laughs> you know what? I was I like, do, give me. I do have to say. I mean, I'm sure you've had fresh pasta before. Like, yeah, fresh pasta is unlike anything. It really is. That's so, right. So good. I mean, I've I've had it before, and like I still try to seek it out when I can. And it's like there's just some like my mouth is salivating right now. There's something about fresh pasta. Like if you could eat pasta by itself, like you know it's that good. Which is yeah. some, like with a drizzle of something, or oh, some oil or oil and butter. Ah, and, and like the color of the pasta too. I was like, mm. oh, I I can taste this right now. <laughs> yeah, and 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 and, and def- obviously al dente. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Maybe we should just maybe we should just stop this and just get some pasta. <laughs> no, where are we going with this? Hold on. <laughs> Wait. We were talking. We were talking about the food. We were talking about the food. Mm-hmm. The pasta looked really good. <laughs> Fresh pasta. I don't. I honestly, I don't know where you were. I, I, I have no idea where we were going with this, other than the food. Yeah. Really oh good. yeah. Um. Uh, the fact that Luca was sheltered. Yes. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> oh no, because I interrupted you and said, um. That I was I, that I was that it made me crave pasta, and then we went off on yeah. that little tangent. Um, um, but yes, yeah. he, yes, he is very sheltered. He lived a very sheltered life because, like, his parents were afraid of humans. Even though the grandmother was like, "I go to the land every several weekends." <laughs> no, totally. then, yes, the the fear of humans was a little like I was like, "Can you just elaborate on this a little bit more?" Especially since you know, like you said, the grandmother kind of went there every week, um, and then and then the and then the two. Um, the two ladies, the two old ladies who were living in the town were also the quote-unquote sea monsters. Yeah, in the beginning, I, I didn't quite... I was getting, like, Little Mermaid vibes, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't quite understand, like, why the parents were that fearful. Especially when yeah. her mother was like, oh, like, you know, I, I, she she said something before um, visiting, like, the, the land... Like she, uh, Luca asked a question, and the grandmother answered, and the, the mother yes. like panicked right away. And I was like, "Whoa! Like, what the hell is going on here?" Yeah. And it didn't really make so much sense to me. I know the introduction in the very beginning; they show the fear like of humans, like fearing the sea monster. But I'm like, okay, these two guys are in the dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, have you been out to sea, like on the ocean when it's when it's like nighttime? Like, it's pitch black. Then why? <laughs> they're going to be scared number one yeah. when they attacked the um which was alberto hmm. when they right Albert, yeah alberto yeah alberto. Um, when they attacked him i was like i don't blame them like they're scared and they have like one lamp <laughs> you know so it was until he finally got into like the, the little village and he saw like the the signs and saw that like yeah they they are fearful of them but i guess i guess for me it's like i thought the mother's fear, I, I felt like what Lucas saw on land, the humans weren't as aggressive mm. as the mother made it seem to be. Mm-hmm. Like they were only aggressive because they were just scared and like, yeah, they were fearful and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess towards the end, they were scared of them and stuff. But like, I don't know. It was just, I don't know. I'm like, I mean, do they really have to be this scared of the humans? Like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. I didn't really feel that 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 level of fear. But, yeah, I mean, in, in a way, in a way, I guess the fact that they didn't they didn't explain like the uh, they didn't explain why they were fearful of of humans kind of made the ending a little more, um, I guess, quote unquote, feasible, mm-hmm. um, just because. They, the, the the humans kind of accepted that these two like sea creatures just won the race. Like they accepted <laughs> them pretty pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then so, the mother yeah. was trying to send Luca like down to the 
deep and I'm like that's a little extreme like the deep ocean is really scary and this uncle is yeah. so creepy like why oh my god the see-through uncle that was hilarious it was so funny <laughs> oh, his, his whole family's really funny and but like his his parents when they when they when they arrive in town yes are so brilliant his parents are hilarious I and, loved the scene when they were throwing the children into the. Oh my god! Yes. Oh the, my god! She, she turns around the corner and she goes, "We know exactly what our children look like," and then bam, <laughs> all the kids in front of her, and they're like, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> this is good." And then, yeah, she's like, she's throwing water balloons at them, oh throwing them fountain, throwing water at them. <laughs> oh my god! It's so. And the kids were so scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I just died laughing because I'm like, this is like, this is like, as much as I mean, not that adults are like violent towards children, but sometimes you know you want to kick a child, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you see, and then, and then you see, the mother was voiced by Maya Rudolph. Was it? Oh, the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, that is kind of even though she's not physically there, mm-hmm. but like her voice was just like. It just lends itself so well to the character. I was like, this is kind of brilliant. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. even even if it was like a live action, I could totally see Maya Rudolph doing playing that part. <laughs> yes. Just like throwing water at kids. Yeah. <laughs> the parents were yeah, the parents were really funny. The parents were really great. They were really funny. Yeah. And, <laughs> but what I also really loved was the the credits. Yeah. The little drawings of that. I was like, oh, this is really brilliant. It was so cute. It's such a cute film. I really loved um uh Julia's father. Yes. There was something so sweet about him. Mm-hmm. And like it's the, it, it was the eyebrows, the mustache, and the occasional like where his eyes would just appear, where one eye would just appear because he's he's like yeah opening his eyes or whatever. But like he was yeah. <laughs> the cat like looked like him for some weird reason. And the cat <laughs> did look like him. Oh my god! Did it know? Yes, I, yes. Now that you point out, the cat did look like him. I love the fact at, at the end he ends up pretty much looking after Alberto. Alberto, yeah, really sweet. Like I, I they, they casually threw that in there that like Alberto was like, oh, you know, he asked if I, if for uh, I can help around, I'm gonna stick around. I'm like, that is so sweet. That was very yeah, that was very sweet. But I think he, but I think that the the relationship between both of them built because Alberto like knew the fit like he actually yeah. knew the fish yeah. <laughs> but also so like if you know the fish you just let them get caught and be killed what no <laughs> <laughs> but yes the, the 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 way their friendship kind of like blossomed was very was very yeah. sweet like, oh. yeah I love the friendship between the two but I mean the three the three kids mm. Um, a lot. I, I love Julia so much. Though she was so. She was oh my so, god, Julia was. She great. was so like weird and like unapologetic. Yeah. About her weirdness yeah. and like I I loved that about her. Like <laughs> they, they did some physicality with her character. Where I was like, she's kind of like she's so weird, but like <laughs> she, was, she didn't. She was just so unapologetic, and I thought it was mm. really cute. Mm. Wait, I, did like, you ever? Did you ever watch? Um, call me by your name. Uh, what movie is that? Call me by your name. Uh, that, was, that one was with um, Timothy Chalamet and um, Army Hammer. No, I did not see it. I, I've heard right. of film, yeah. So, it was, so that was a really good film and a book, um, I thought. And um, and the 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 movie takes place in i mean even the book the whole story takes place in um this little town in italy but luca really get like the end the ending of luca really gave me sort of like weird call me by your name vibes um because they were both like leaving at the train station um but yeah if you ever watch that maybe you'll 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 get at what what you oh my god the director of call me by your name is is luca Oh my god, yes, of course. Luca Guadagnini, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh speaking of Luca being you mentioned that like you know he was a little bit of annoying a little annoying. I, I really I liked his character, but I got so mad at him when he uh when um 
Alberto got caught as a sea monster by Oh my god, me too. Me look fucking at too. And went, oh my god, a sea monster. I was like, you? I was like, you are a little it. fucker. <laughs> I got so mad. Like, like I I was loving the film, and at that point, I was livid. I'm like, you little mm-hmm. shit. Like he is a little shit. And and, yeah. and and it wasn't the way that he it wasn't the way it wasn't the only the fact that he went he's a sea monster it was the way he did it as well it was like a little precocious little shit it was like yes. he's a sea monster with a pointing like, i was like so fuck scared. you but the, oh my god he was so fearful of his own life that he outed his friends who who introduced him to this new life and i get it i know he's a kid he's little he's scared he's sheltered whatever but i was just like yo Luca, you're not on my good side at home. <laughs> and then when he yeah. went up to the um, when he went up to see Alberto after and apologized, I'm like, I f- I felt for Alberto. I'm like, yo, if I was Alberto, I'd 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 be pissed too. Like, I'd yeah, just- I would fucking throw him off the tower. Yeah, He's a little shit. <laughs> yeah, fucking Brendan Stark style, push him off the fucking tower. <laughs> 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 whoops <laughs> yeah whoops <laughs> oh my god yeah. that, that part really did piss me off I was like yeah no it was yes I really felt for Alberto because he like trashed his place and then like tore up the picture oh but yes I, if I, I were him I'd be so fucking pissed at that. but then he saved Oops. him at the end so so finally well <laughs> I, yes he did save him at the end I guess but I mean, he, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry no yeah no he did sort of save him at the end in a way i suppose but um <laughs> um he, alberto was trying to save luca from being the from from being revealed as a um a sea creature but then he got revealed as a sea creature anyway so did he really save him no <laughs> <laughs> by the way no. i'm reading here um i didn't watch anything after the credits did you notice was there something else after the credits there was it's wait what it's uncle ugo talking to a stray goldfish about how great his life is oh no way how did we miss that i was the credit yeah oh my god we gotta go back and watch that that's so annoying i watched the i watched the funny I must have stopped right as I definitely stopped when I thought it would have ended. Yeah, when I thought the credits would have ended. Oh, that's so annoying. Well, sometimes yes. it'll, it'll if if like a, if a film does that, they'll cut to black and then they start a new scene and they show that. Mm. Scene. So I think that's part of what happens. So we definitely got to watch that. Um, yeah. I wonder if we could watch it right now and I can just share my screen. <laughs> wait, wait. So remind me who played the uncle again? It was someone like Sasha Sasha Baron Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. I was like, I know, I was like, I recognize that voice and it, I feel like I knew who it was. All right, well, here it is. Oh my God, wait, hold on. <laughs> right, it, just, it looks wait. so funny. Okay, hold on, I'm going to play it. I'm going to share a screen. How do I share a screen on this? Edit, window, screen share. Oh, how do you do that actually? More, ask all to mute, a lot, what? No. There's an easy way to do this, I'm sure. Stop video, no. Choose virtual, no. What? <laughs> Wait, how do you do this? No, there is a, there is, there is oh, a- at, at the bottom, like share screen next to the chat. I don't have that. Oh, I see it. Share. Oh my God. It's asking me to go into security. Oh God! Okay. Allow me to. But it's not even coming up. Come on. Hold on. Wait. Desktop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Share. Yeah, I'm opening it. Okay. Zoom. Here we go. Wait. Okay. Share screen. Ah, here we go. Do you see? Do you see? Yes. Okay. Yes. We're, we're gonna watch this right now. Okay. We're gonna watch this right now. <laughs> Oh, see, yeah, I stopped right here. There we go. Oh my god. Some people think I'm mad to live in the deep. I think that they are the ones who are mad, not me, the one who is mad. It's them. 
it's a nice life, simple life. It's away from the hustle and bustle, all the stuff that you don't want. Mm, well, carcass. <laughs> anyway, you're gonna have fun. You get to hear me talk. I can talk without stopping sometimes for maybe 12 hours <laughs> and you get to listen. So you're lucky. Wait. Oh my God. Is that just happy? That's so. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so Brilliant. Weird. Oh, <laughs> so weird. Okay, how do I stop this? It's <laughs> <laughs> so wonderfully weird. Oh, it's a little Giuseppe. Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, cute film. Very, very cute film. I love the friendship dynamic. I think it's really yes. cute. It, it, it made me like, it's funny because my sister told me like, oh, it made me uh, cry a little bit at the end. And I'm like, I do not want to watch a Pixar film where I cry because I feel like I get very emotional. So I didn't want to get overtly emotional, but I, I teared up a little bit because it was sweet. It wasn't like a sad film at all, no. which I appreciated because sometimes I do want to watch an animation without being freaking sad. Right. <laughs> and emotionally traumatized. <laughs> oh, <No>, totally. <laughs> which Soul kind of did that for me. It, 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 it definitely made me cry for a good, a good chunk of time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, Soul was, Soul was, oh. Soul was it, great. Soul was beautiful. Ooh. It reminded me a lot of um, Inside Out. Yeah, it did. It did, it, it did a lot, especially, like, um, going into, like, the depths of a human being. But, like, I mean, first of all, the, the animation around music. Oh, my God, the music was gorgeous. Even when he was playing the piano in the beginning, seeing his fingers move, I'm like, damn, like, they must have really had to do a lot of, like, you know, uh, not even just research, but having to stop and play, like, how a pianist, like, moves their mm -hmm. fingers, like, onto the, because that's, that's hard to do in animation. It was really, I don't know, it was really fascinating to watch that. Um, really impressive. Uh, yeah. And just, just seeing even, like, um, Dorothy, like, on the, on the sax, like seeing her play and seeing her move, like I don't know, it was really, it was a really beautiful film. But that that movie had a lot of messages. Like it was so, there was so much to unpack. I feel like I so much to unpack, like twice more. <laughs> yeah, 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 because it was so, so like, oh, it was, it was heartbreaking. Just like the way he died, and then they had all these unfulfilled like dreams and aspirations, and I was like, oh. It was, you know, it was really heartbreaking. Just yeah. heartbreaking because, because, um, like, that happens to everyone, mm -hmm. but not, but few are ever sort of like kind of have that revelation of kind of doing something about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I loved how. I loved how because it's because that, that movie didn't really have an antagonist. It was mm. more like he was his own antagonist in some sort of weird way. Mm. And um, not that he was necessarily a bad guy, but like if we have to put that label on there, it's like because obviously in Luca, like the antagonist was Ercole, right? But right. in this movie, it's like it was almost like he himself was his own enemy because yeah, like I think when he first when he first died, <laughs> um you know, he had like this revelation about seeing himself being alone and living the way he was living life. And like, he wasn't really living. And he was so obsessed with being a jazz musician that he didn't really stop and see like what his life was really like. Like he didn't really listen to his barber mm. life or he didn't even recognize that he was a jazz musician. Like he was it. Because when he did play at the half note and he spoke to that woman, uh, Dorothy, um, and she gave him that little, that little story about uh, the fish in the ocean and the fish wanted to like live in the ocean. I'm looking for the ocean. And the older fish said like, you're in it. And the, the, the fish said like, no, this is water. And it's like that moment, I don't know. It was a slap to the face for me at least. Cause I was like, She's right. Like he, like he, mm. he, he is in it. Like he is a jazz musician. Like he's inspiring like children. Like he's living. Yeah. He's actually living his dream. And like even, even playing at the half note. Like 
that was his dream and he's still seeking more and it's like what are you seeking when you already have it like, right yeah yeah Not but the, but yes because because yeah. he just he just wasn't able to take a step back and sort of like see the bigger picture and and see like the current circumstances of his life but yeah and, and, and to only like yes you can obviously dream big and have goals and have bigger goals but while you're getting there you need to like enjoy what you have in the present mm. moment. and he wasn't doing that and because yeah, totally. like because of that he was negatively like affecting 22 the little pre-soul whatever it's called I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and 22 started to get insecurities because of him and it's just like you're you're not you're not being a good mentor to this 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 other soul like you're actually bringing her down by mm. But she, like, she was seeing the beauty all around her. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was a girl or boy, to be honest, uh, 22, um, or like a day or something. But like, 22 was seeing like the beauty of life all around her. Like, even like when she uh, got yelled at by the guy in the subway train, she was like, I kind of liked it. And it's like, the funny thing is like, when she mentioned that, I, because we're New Yorkers, like we know what that life is like. Mm. It's like, <clears throat> It's like you don't necessarily hate moments like that. It's just that's just life. That's just a yeah. part of like life. And there's a reason why that part of life is like there and like it's okay, right? And she was seeing the beauty in everything. And like he was just missing the entire thing because he had this obsession, this like materialistic mm. obsession that he just wasn't mm. he just wasn't enjoying anything else around him at mm-hmm. all. Mm. And she was like she was enjoying the pizza like the the leaves yeah like the new yeah she was experiencing everything for like the first time yeah it was just i like, mean literally for the first time for sure yeah and it's like you know joe needed to do the same thing like he was mm. he wasn't living a bad life technically like he's still mm. his mother mm. You know, I mean, you're right. He 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 didn't need to experience it, and and what a journey to get there. <laughs> what a journey. I know he died like three times. <laughs> I was like, how many times does this guy have to die? Jesus, Wait, let him live or die already. Can we talk about how like the cat just died? <laughs> God, what was that about? <laughs> they killed the cat. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> they cut to the cat like going to the great beyond and never went back to it again <laughs> yeah poor cat okay Although, <laughs> i did just say terry was a really funny character he was so annoying but he was so funny oh wait which one was ter- uh... terry was the accountant oh yes <laughs> counting every soul that was going to the great beyond and like at the end he was like oh thank you for this trophy and they were like yeah well you asked for it and he's like oh. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, yes, you're right, and, and, and the way they also like kind of like rejig the numbers a little bit. Yeah, it's funny because like I feel like I know a lot of Terry's in my life, right? Like people <laughs> feel validation all the time, and then uh-huh. people around them are just like, "No, like you're doing a great job. You're fine." Terry, so like, give me a fucking trophy to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, I love the whole um, the, uh, I guess like the the construction of an actual soul like yes how they developed like each personality i was like oh this is a very interesting way of like approaching it yeah that's what i mean like that that's why it reminded me so much of um inside out just because of the little like little sections and 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 little components that kind of make up yeah it's interesting how it's funny how like this movie came out um you know like during covid yeah, it came out last summer. Yeah. Um, sort of summer fall and um October eleventh of last year. Right. Yeah. And um yeah, it came out like right where well right when we were in the in the in the depths of um lockdown. Yeah, I feel like this um the takeaway from this film has such a large impact. Mm. versus like if it came out like years ago Mm. oh yeah no for sure and it's very much sort of like um live in the moment kind of thing which totally fine which is a which is it's it's a great um um sort of message but also like (sighs) 
sometimes easier said than done, right? <laughs> well, I I think so for me, like I I got I got more than live in the moment. I felt like um so I, I studied at a at the William Esper studio for two years. I just did their acting program there and they taught us the uh the Meisner technique for mm. and um uh uh Bill, Bill Esper, who passed away, um mm. and he I his I in in a in his book, so there's a book that uh, for the William Esper studio where mm. um, the writer kind of observes Bill's class for a good two years and he writes about it. And um, between the two years, like we take like a summer break and Bill in the first book um, said before the summer break, he said to his actors, to his students to not act, you know, take the summer off, um, and to live life, like mm. vacation, fall in love, read books, write poetry, like just do, just mm. do, do any, just do anything. Yeah. Do anything and experience life. And like, mm. when I first read the book, like it was like, I understood what he was saying, but like, I didn't really understand what he was saying. And, um, <clears throat> you know, after the two years were up, after I, I got out of William Esper, it didn't really hit me up until like, um, a couple months ago, it really hit me of like, you know, I think I, I think people do have this obsession of who they need to be and like who they're supposed to be and where they need to be in life. Mm. They have goals and aspirations and dreams, which is all, all good things, right? Like mm. these are all really, really good things to have. But sometimes the obsession becomes, becomes so grand that like that's mm. all you see and you're not experiencing life around you. Even mm. if you are doing things if you are traveling if you are reading books if you are mm. you know hanging out with friends for brunch and having like you know five aperol spritz <laughs> yeah right, right. you're not really fully enjoying it because mm. the obsession is so big in your body and your mind and mm -hmm. soul that it's taking up space right and like watching this movie it's like yeah like it was taking up so much space in joe's life and it was a good he had good dreams and he was in it like he was a good jazz player he was mm. a musician like he was really good mm. but he wasn't experiencing anything around him he just had this obsession because even the student right. like his first student in the very beginning he saw how great she was and how beautiful she was playing but like i don't think he really fully deeply appreciated the way that 22 did when she first heard the student playing yeah, well, I mean, even in the end, when he did sort of, you know, when 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 he did get to 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 fulfill his dream, he, there, you could tell that that it wasn't as satisfying for him or fulfilling for him as he thought it would be. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So the first thing he asked was, "Okay, what's next?" And it's like, "Well, why is there a what's next?" Like, yeah. You just played. Yeah. You Next just did what you wanted to do. <laughs> wonderful, you know, jazz player that you mm. and it was just what you wanted to do. And like, mm. you know, like you just and you 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 just died and came back, you idiot. Like, yeah. And he asked what what's next? What's when I next? Saw that, I was like, I was a little like, like taken aback. Like, yeah, right. I was like, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you? Like, appreciate what just happened. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Because she's like, we do it again. And he was like, oh. And she's like, and I'm like, yeah, you do it. Like, what's happening here? And then that's when, yeah. like, when that, that whole dialogue happened. Mm. Mm. Um, and the re realistically, like, he was living the life that he wanted to live. He just wasn't seeing it. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's No, a you're right. Yeah. I, it, had, it had so many messages. I feel like I need to watch it again to, like, rewatch. Like, if I missed anything. Because I feel like <laughs> I missed things, you know? Um, mm. But, yeah. Mm. But yeah, there were funny moments too. The, yeah. The great book, the, 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 like all the Jerry's, like, just call me Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Jerry. Oh, hi, Jerry. The way they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> a whole bit, you know, in that sort of like um, ethereal world uh, where, where, where all, the, all the souls are just running around. That part was like, it was so, I was like, that is ingenious and also so well depicted 
Yeah, because I, I, I was I, like, hmm. who's to say that's not what it is? Because this looks so. This looks like this makes sense. Yeah, it, I was really impressed of how they, how the dialogue and the imagery moved along for the audience to follow. Because that, that, that's mm. a hard thing to translate. Mm. Mm. onto screen and onto paper like I'm like mm. wow like whoever constructed this I mean I imagine it's the team behind yeah the film that really constructed that like it was it was really genius um I laughed <laughs> this is like off topic of the great before but like I loved I, I laughed so hard when um in the hospital room when the doctors finally see Joe is up and when the souls are switched and Joe as the cat was like talking to the doctors and all he sees <laughs> I'm like yo he's like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking cat is just yelling at you it's a very fun film it's a very fun uh, I, yeah I, I I enjoyed that um uh kind of I don't know I felt like I liked out of the two, which one did you like more? I mean, it sounds like you liked Soul more. I really, I mean, I think because the the message for for Soul, I feel like it really resonated with with me. Mm-hmm. I really loved mm-hmm. like just the the takeaway from it. I, I loved all the messaging for Soul because Soul had more messages than Luca did. For sure, I think Luca sure. was more of like a simple, fun, cute movie with you know messages too. And um, yeah. Soul was just like I don't know. Everything about it, I was like hooked on every single moment. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. you know, Luca was just like simply enjoying it. It was fun, but yes, yeah, it had me. Well, I, 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 I liked, I liked Luca more. Just superficial, um, <laughs> purely superficial. Um, just because it was also just because it all seemed so quaint and like just yeah. everything just so it seemed so idyllic. <clears throat> Whereas Soul, as you know, as you said, there were there were plenty of messages, and yes, I think I think the messages I think resonates with everyone on some level. But there was also something a little morbid about it, and I was like, after having seen Luca, I was like, oh, I want to go back to Italy. You know, uh, you, you did mention something, like it's, I think between these two movies, like Soul made me really like appreciate and love New York. And the vastness mm-hmm. of it so much. But Luca, like I loved the fact that it took place in a very small, tiny, tiny village. Mm-hmm. I loved that detail of that film. Yeah. Because there was something very sweet about the way those people were living in that little seaside village. Mm. And mm. yeah, it's just it's funny how we watched like two films that were complete opposite of where they were living. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. I'm actually going to watch it again today. I'm seeing my sister for dinner and she's like, do you want to watch Luca? And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yes, of course. Oh. <laughs> They're both good films. They're both good. Like if I had to They're both very good films. They're both very good films. I, yeah. I don't think I can like, do one over the other. Mm. I mean, they're, they're also very different. So, yeah, no, yeah. I, I can see why... Thank you for listening to the Every Shade podcast with Hanji Chow and Keisha Bisram. Follow us on Instagram at Chow Chow Chowie and Keisha Bisram. Also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and Instagram at Dark Brown Channel. And stay tuned for future updates on the Every Shade podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us this season.